Chapter 11 Chaos Begins Let me paint you a picture of what life was like after saying I do to Legion, my now ex-husband. Legion and I tied the knot on January 5th, 2021, and those initial days were filled with hope and promise. But soon, cracks started to show in our seemingly perfect union. Our daily routine settled into a comfortable rhythm. Each morning, like clockwork, Legion would leave the house around 6.15 to head to work. Meanwhile, I'd be gearing up for my own day, ready to tackle my responsibilities at Georgia State Patrol, where I'd been working for almost eight years. Legion had no qualms about my job in law enforcement. In fact, he seemed supportive, having grown up with a father who was a retired police officer himself. He'd even visited my office and met some of my colleagues, getting a glimpse into my world. Despite the challenges of the pandemic, Legion had met important people in my life, like the friend who accompanied me to the hospital during a difficult time. We'd even spent time together with her and her significant other, forging connections despite the limitations of COVID-19. But despite this initial harmony, something changed. After the first two weeks of marriage, subtle shifts began to occur. Little comments and questions started cropping up, casting doubt where there was none before. Legion's once casual conversations with his brother took on a different tone. His inquiries about my whereabouts and the people around me grew more frequent, tinged with suspicion. It was as if a veil of distrust had descended upon our relationship, clouding what was once clear and open. I couldn't help but wonder, who was this person I had married? The man who had seemed so understanding and supportive was now consumed by jealousy and insecurity. And as the days passed, I realized that the future I had envisioned was slipping further and further away. The first weeks of marriage were a breeze, just as I mentioned earlier. But then, it felt like the whole atmosphere changed overnight. Suddenly, little comments started cropping up, ones that had never been there before. Why are you dressed like that for work? Or, you finish at 3.30, so you'll be home by 5, right? It was perplexing, to say the least. He'd never questioned my schedule before. I mean, why would he? When I'm off work, I'm out the door in a flash. There's no lounging around, killing time. But now, he seemed fixated on my whereabouts and actions. Then, there were the phone calls. Every day, without fail, he'd ring me up from work. But if he caught even a hint of a male voice in the background, it was like a storm brewing. Who's with you? Are they at your office? His tone grew tense, suspicious, making me wonder what had triggered this sudden change. 
first, I brushed it off with a chuckle, thinking it was just a passing phase. But as time went on, the comments became more frequent, more pointed. I couldn't help but feel a twinge of frustration. Where was this insecurity coming from? I'd never given him a reason to doubt me, never strayed from our vows. It was a mystery that left me feeling puzzled and a bit unsettled. After our wedding on January 5th, things took a turn about two weeks later. I remember the date precisely because I kept an audio diary, and on January 21st, I talked about the shift I was sensing in our relationship. It was subtle at first, just little comments here and there, but it was enough to make me wonder if my expectations were too high. Towards the end of January, he dropped a bombshell. He wanted to start looking for a house. Honestly, I wasn't keen on the idea. But he had already made up his mind. He said he'd use his friend, the realtor I hadn't met, to help him find the perfect place. His plan was simple. He'd check out the houses first, and if he liked one, he'd bring me along to see it. It sounded absurd to me. How could he choose our future home without my input? I voiced my concerns, but he reassured me that he wouldn't make any decisions without me. He claimed that his friend had some promising options lined up, and he just wanted to save me the hassle of house hunting when I wasn't in the mood. It was frustrating, to say the least. He had this whole plan in motion, without consulting me. By the end of January, he was already scouting houses with his realtor friend. Meanwhile, I kept my distance emotionally. I'd been through the disappointment of envisioning a future in a house, only to have it slip away. I wasn't eager to go through that again. He'd call me from different locations, describing the houses he was viewing, like one in Sandy Springs. But none of them felt real to me, because I hadn't seen them myself. It was like he was making decisions for both of us, without considering how I felt. And that, I knew, was a recipe for trouble. Let me introduce you to Scott, his realtor buddy. Now, don't get him mixed up with the other Scott, the one who initially helped us, but then backed out. No, this Scott was a different one, a friend of his. They talked on the phone incessantly, so much so that I lost count of the calls. So, Scott the friend had this idea. He wanted to show us a house in Sandy Springs. A fancy one worth around $800,000. But here's the thing. I never saw the house. I didn't want to. Something about the whole situation felt off to me. Now, let's rewind a bit. Before, Legion had this routine. Leave for work at 6.15. Back home by 3.30 
or four o'clock, like clockwork. It was reliable, predictable, almost to the minute. But then things started to change. He began coming home later and later, sometimes not until five, five thirty, even six or seven in the evening. His excuse? House hunting with Scott, of course. It was a noticeable shift, and it left me feeling confused and uncertain. This was towards the end of January, barely a month after our wedding. By then, I could feel it in my gut that something wasn't right. The signs were there, clear as day. And by the end of January, I knew deep down that our marriage was already in trouble. I can't help but feel utterly confused. It's like I'm stuck in a loop of uncertainty. So, here's the deal. He's still on about finding a new house, nonstop. I've already made it clear. My lease ends in August. And when it does, I'm out of here, headed to Cobb County. My stance is simple. He can tag along or stay put. I'm moving, leaving Clayton County behind. Now, why the rush to move? It's not because I have any gripes with Clayton County or our current house. It's because Legion started spinning this tale about a feud with our female neighbor. He was convinced she had eyes for him, citing her little comments and the frequent male visitors to her place. It was driving me bonkers. And all of this drama kicked off around January. Seriously, it's like we said our vows on January 5th, enjoyed two weeks of peace, and then, bam, everything went haywire. Fast forward to February. Ah, February, the month of love and birthdays. He really pulled out all the stops for Valentine's Day and my birthday, which happened to be on February 14th and 15th. He went all out on both occasions. But let me tell you a wild story even if it doesn't exactly paint me in the best light. So, the weekend after my birthday, let's say it's a Saturday if my birthday fell on a Tuesday, I head out to the nail salon, armed with the cash he gave me for a manicure and pedicure. I take his car because, you know, we're married at this point, and we share keys, circa February 2021. So, there I am, getting pampered at the salon, when I get a text from him. Someone had just been to our house looking for me. Cue the confusion. Who on earth could it be? And he's not even sure. Just some dude from my past, apparently. I'm sitting there in the salon chair, my mind racing. Who has the nerve to show up unannounced at my doorstep, especially since I hadn't been involved with anyone prior to meeting my husband? I finish up at the salon, rush home, and demand answers. He's surprisingly calm as he recounts the encounter. A black Dodge Charger pulls into the driveway, backs in like it's been here before. He greets the guy, who asks for me by name, and he calmly says I'm not home. The guy shrugs and drives off. It's all too bizarre for words. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. 
I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.